Hello, parent warrior. If you are looking for a way to ensure that your child is not left behind by the school system and that your child is a highly successful adult, no matter their ability level, then this masterclass I am going to tell you about is especially for you. Hey, this is my exclusive masterclass entitled Unlock Your Child's Potential by Parenting from Their Strengths. And let me tell you, I give you evidence-based methods that work so that you don't have to depend solely on the education system to ensure your child's future success. And for my listeners, I am offering a 25% discount on this self-paced masterclass. Just use the promo code EMPOWER365! Exclamation mark. Enroll today at StrongerMindsStrongerYouth.com so that your child can have a brighter tomorrow. This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP educator and mom of four, Jessica Shields. I am so happy that you are tuning in today. We are really going to be digging into why a child may be exhibiting aggressive behaviors. So depending on their age and what the aggression looks like, you really need to understand why the aggression may be happening. Also, it's important to know what to do if you are witnessing Specific warning signs, very important. So stick around and find out what those warning signs are. And also for your parenting challenge and your loving reminder, in which I cannot wait to share with you. So just go ahead and tighten up those earbuds if you're on your walk or turn up the volume just a little bit if you're on that commute to work or even from home. And let's just dive right in. So I want to talk a little bit about the problem. I want to talk about aggressive behaviors, what they look like, and really they can come in so many different forms. And again, it's going to depend on your child's age of what those aggressive behaviors may look like. For example, here are some that are very typical, very common, arguing, talking back. It could be... Uh, perceived as being disrespectful. And you might see physically fighting with siblings and or peers. And this could be peers at school in the neighborhood, their friends, also hitting you or other adults. Yes, this does happen. Even if your child's not the one that has a hitting problem, there might be parents who do have uh, children who hit them. And again, this can vary from different from the different age groups. So for example, we're not going to see a toddler talking back 
necessarily to be disrespectful. But what you might see is a toddler hitting the parent when they're upset or frustrated. So that's what I mean by it just really depends on the age. So these are some of the aggressive behaviors that I definitely want to talk about. These are the ones that I hear parents bring to me often when I am talking with them, interviewing them about what the problem is or what's going on and how I can help. So again, the arguing, the talking back, the physical piece, why are some kids just so aggressive physically and others aren't? And then of course, hitting you. Now, I do want to say this caveat. There are some situations in which children have extreme disabilities. For example, I have worked with parents who have children on the autism spectrum and they may see, they may feel like their child is being aggressive towards them. And so they're hitting them out of frustration. And we're going to talk about the reasons why these aggressive behaviors may occur. But again, depending on that age and depending on the dynamics in the home, this will enlighten us about why these aggressive behaviors that I just mentioned may be happening. So there are so many reasons, of course, that aggressive behaviors happen. And really, in many cases, it just boils down to one simple concept, and that is communication. There's a communication problem. So often in my field of work, we say that all behavior is some type and form of communication. So what is it that the child is trying to communicate. So in most situations, if your child is being aggressive, they're really just trying to communicate with you something and you're going to have to figure out, well, what is it that they're trying to communicate to me? And so the child's, from the child's perspective, there is this belief that a particular behavior will be effective in getting them what they want. So maybe they're communicating by hitting or or throwing a chair or tipping chairs over, for example. And this is a lot of times in younger uh, kids, but they might be having an acting out aggressive behavior towards objects, maybe. And it might be that they're communicating that either they they want something that they're that you're denying them access to. Uh, and they're going to do this behavior until they get it. They want it so bad that they're going to behave this way because they believe that it's going to work. And if it does work, they'll do it again, right? Because now they're saying, oh, if I am communicating with my physical body in this way, it is going to get me what I want. And so a lot of times they don't have the words to express their feelings or to communicate. They don't know how to use their words. They don't see their words as being effective or valued in getting them what they want. But they don't always have to have what they want either. So let me say that they have to understand that there is a certain way that we communicate our needs and our wants to get what we're looking for. And sometimes we're not going to get that. But how do we communicate? How do we verbally express when we don't get that 
thing that we wanted without having a tantrum or going after that adult who's uh, saying no. So again, this is a form of a communication problem, right? It's a communication problem. And we have to help children express themselves and their feelings in a more productive manner. So if I'm angry, I don't need to slam the door just to get the message across that I'm angry. That is not going to be an effective way to communicate. So if a teenager slams a door, the parent may inadvertently be reinforcing that behavior by saying something when it happens or responding to it. Then, of course, when they're angry again, what are they going to do? Because they want your response, they're going to slam the door again. So instead of slamming the door to express anger, because they're going to get a response from you and they know it, we have to teach them other ways to express their anger without it having to be physical or even through aggression. So they may be having feelings of anger. Like I said, it could be frustration. It could be they're overwhelmed. I've talked with parents who have shared with me that the overwhelm piece comes when they're trying to do homework. And especially the parents that I really work closely with, they have children with mild learning disabilities or learning difficulties that may not have been diagnosed yet. But they're telling me that there's a lot of frustration and overwhelm centered around doing homework. Well, it's hard for them and they don't know how to express those feelings because there's also that pressure from school that they must do this homework. Their friends are doing it and they feel like they're not good enough or not smart enough to do it too. So of course it comes out in a very aggressive way, a very uh, tantrum-y way. So they're trying to communicate their emotions behind homework They don't want to say, I can't do it. It's too hard sometimes. They want to feel like they can. They want to feel like they're just like everyone else. But sometimes they have a hard time even just dealing with it and coming to terms with this is too much above my reading level or my math level and it's hard and I don't want to admit that. So a lot of frustration and overwhelm can result in some aggressive behaviors. Now, here's one that's really uh, outside of the communication piece. And it is that sometimes children are aggressive or have an aggressive behavior because they are modeling what they've seen. They're imitating something. And this could be something they've seen on television that they thought might work for some reason, or they may be imitating what they've seen at home. And depending on who is in your household, if there is another individual who is modeling aggressive behavior, children love to imitate. So they're learning by watching and they're going to start doing it too, especially if you have a child with a uh, a moderate to more of a severe learning uh, diffi- uh, difficulty or disability, then they mimic many behaviors. They easily mimic behaviors. So we have to be very careful 
especially when we have children who are uh, at that uh, severity level, they imitate a lot of what they see. And we have to be mindful of that. But all children imitate. But some are able to distinguish whether or not it's an appropriate behavior or not. Now, number three is sometimes inevitable, and it's the stress in the family. And it could be that you're experiencing some financial burdens. Maybe there is a divorce. Maybe someone's lost their job or a parent. It could be that there's no more support from an extended family member, maybe an extended family member who was providing a lot of support has moved out. It could be that someone very close in the family, uh, another family member has fallen very ill. So all of those things can impact a child and how they're feeling. And again, they may act out in an aggressive way. Now, here's one that is very important to understand. There is something called family history. Genetics and it can be a factor, but it doesn't mean that it can't the aggressive behaviors can't be managed. It does not mean that it just means that some children are more prone to aggressive behaviors than other based on some genetic factors or mental disorders that might be tied to it. But everything can be managed with the right tool. So keep that in mind. It is it does not mean that they will never be. Uh, be uh, in a place where they're not, where they're not um, being aggressive. They can actually be in that place. Okay, so genetic factors are a thing, and yes, they can be managed. That's what I want you to get and understand for that one. Then we have a telltale sign of them being a victim of bullying. So. If your child has not been aggressive in the past and all of a sudden they're starting to become more aggressive, then start asking questions, start investigating because something is really off. Something's not right. Again, they could be a victim of bullying or sometimes they can be a victim of not only physical abuse, but sexual abuse. So you definitely want to be in tune with your child to really identify what the problem is, get them to open up to you. And in some instances, it is also evidence of a child using drugs or alcohol. So the aggressive behavior is tied to some substance abuse. But if you think about substance abuse, it's often tied to underlying issues. Again, they're trying to mask feelings of hurt or hopelessness. So there's another reason underlying that. And that's what you really want to understand when we're talking about these aggressive behaviors. And again, some of these are more suited for our younger children. You know, we're not looking at drug and alcohol use for a three-year-old, right? But we're looking at that more for our, unfortunately, 12 years or older oftentimes. So just be mindful and be in tune with what is going on in your child's life and changes in behavior. Now, I do want to talk about um, these areas in a little bit more detail. So when we're talking about the communication problems, again, Try to understand what it is that they want to communicate 
And it may really be, I want to spend more time with you. It may be, I really don't know how to process the divorce, mom, dad. It might be that they are feeling like nobody cares about them, or there might be feelings of, I really don't know how to handle the grief or the loss of a loved one, especially someone close. So then they act out and they're aggressive. So again, it could be some of those issues and we have to be able to open up and, and try to understand. And for as, as parents, I would say as parents, we want to make sure that we are not reinforcing inappropriate behaviors unintentionally because it will only escalate because if something happens and like I mentioned earlier, they're not getting what they want from the situation, they may try harder and harder and become even more aggressive to get what they want. So if this worked, then they will continue to do that behavior. If it works, they'll continue to do it. Why stop something that's working? But as soon as it stops working for them, that's when you will see a change. And of course, when you are modeling appropriate behavior, then that is going to help them as well. So when they see aggressive behavior being modeled, they're going to imitate, right? So now you have to backtrack, make sure that the people who are around your child are modeling appropriate behavior, modeling how you would like for them to address their own emotions and feelings in a way that's more productive, in a way that serves them. So early warning signs, this is what I really want to talk about. If there is stress on the family, uh, like divorce or unemployment, loss of a family member, or even someone who's very ill, any major changes like that. And also if there are genetic factors that you can trace back through family history, if they're victims of bullying and you found out um, about a situation, and of course, if there's physical or sexual abuse and drug use or alcohol use, then there are some early warning signs that can trigger a response that needs to be had, right? So early warning signs are, they are, this is what you're going to see typically, intense anger. Remember, it might be a change in their behavior. So they're really angry. It's gotten a lot worse. Frequent loss of temper or blow ups. And it's like one, maybe once every five months. Now it's once every two weeks. That's the frequency has increased. Maybe it's extreme irritability. Like any little thing is going to trigger them to be irritated. Extreme impulsiveness, right? Now they're just doing things. They're not even thinking it through. And it's not because they have ADHD. It's just that their behavior has changed and they're becoming even uh, more uh, uh, impulsive in the decisions that they're making. They're not even thinking these things through and they're possibly making very poor decisions. And then, of course, becoming easily frustrated. You can basically make them upset from... Maybe even one question that you ask. 
easily frustrated. Every little thing is going to tick them off. Okay, so those those are the early warning signs that you know something is really seriously wrong. So if you are seeing these early warning signs, I really highly suggest that you make an appointment to see a licensed mental health professional immediately. The best thing that you can do for your child is to get them help sooner than later. You don't want the problem to persist, things to get worse, so bad that someone gets seriously hurt, hospitalized before you try to get help. Get help early. That is the absolute best thing you can do for your child. Now, if your child is not showing these early warning signs, then what you want to do is focus on prevention. Do not let the problem escalate. So here are some ways that you can be proactive. You can educate yourself, educate yourself. Maybe if you are a person who has a abuse history yourself, maybe you can find a parent training that helps you learn how to prevent child abuse in your home. Okay, there are so many programs out there, support programs, and you can always start with your primary care physician or your child's doctor to find out where these programs are. That's a great place to start. And also you want to ensure that when your child is 12 years or older, that they receive sex education. And also that you can be supported in this area as a parent. So they do need to understand what is appropriate, what sex is, what is inappropriate, so that they can protect themselves in the future. Also monitor your child's viewing of violence during their screen time. And this includes the internet, tablets, smartphones, TV, videos, movies, whatever. But monitor it. I know that it might be tempting to take them to a violent movie with you, but really protect them from the things they don't need to see before they're old enough. It does impact the way that the brain develops. And then most importantly, Mostly, mostly, mostly important. Make time for a device-free connecting. That's building that relationship. Spend that quality time with your child regularly and have open judgment-free dialogue time where they can just open up to you and be themselves. That's when you're going to learn so much more. And that is how you protect them from all of the things that can really impact their life, impact their development. And you are providing what we call protective factors when you do those things against uh, so that they are not aggressive to the point where they're hurting themselves or hurting others in the future. Okay. So I know that's a tough topic. I know that Many parents struggle in this area because they've come to me. I've heard from you. I've heard from many parents about this concern. So that's why I wanted to address it in some way. And by now, I really do hope that you're thinking about what you can do differently, maybe even better, or maybe what you have uh, learned for, for sharing with someone else. 
Maybe you have a family member or a friend in mind who can use this information. And this is really good. And I want you thinking about how you can better support the children in your life, how you can make an impact. So let me challenge you. What is one thing you can do to proactively diminish the possibility of aggressive behaviors happening with your child? So we know that they may not be aggressive behavior free. I mean, they're going to have outbursts here and there, but how can we diminish the likelihood of it happening? Okay. And then here's your loving reminder. No one is perfect. So remember that every experience is a teachable moment. So extend grace, not only to your child, but also to yourself. Hey, I would love to hear your stories. Email me. Email me your wins. You can email me at jessica at strongermindsstrongeryouth.com because I really want to hear from you. Also, you know that every link, everything that you've heard today will be in the show notes for your convenience. And I surely hope that this episode has blessed you. And if it has, hey, hit that follow button, hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any new episodes. And as you think of that sister or that cousin or that friend who needs the information, share the link, parentthemsuccessful.com. It is that simple. And if you are the type of parent like me, who is really serious about better supporting your child's growth and development, join my email list for more free content to help you on your parenting journey. You can join at strongermindsstrongeryouth.com forward slash join the list. It will be in the show notes, of course. And I really do appreciate you. And I thank you so much for listening. So until next time, be blessed and love on your children. Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.